You're listening to Healthy Living with Eric Sue podcast episode number 77. This episode is sponsored by Eric Sue Insider, an online community where you get advice and tips from Eric Sue on weekly conference calls. Learn more at ericwsue.com/insider and how you can get started. Hey there, it's Eric Sue and I wanted to personally thank you for listening to my podcast. If you are new, welcome. And if you are a long-time listener, I appreciate your continued support. Did you know your review on iTunes and Stitcher helps grow this podcast? Well, it does, so write a review today. Not into writing a review? Then maybe you would like to make a small donation. You can do so by clicking the Be My Patron Podbean link on my podcast page. Finally, helping others is the name of the game, so help a friend by sharing this podcast with them. Let's keep this movement growing. Now on to the show health tips, and useful wellness advice without the hype. Welcome to Healthy Living with Eric Sue Podcast with inspiring guests and engaging fitness, nutrition, and the healthy living topics. You will be entertained and excited until the end. And now your host, Eric Sue. Hey guys, Eric Sue here. Welcome to another episode of Healthy Living with Eric Sue. We have a super knowledgeable and experienced certified health coach with us today. Her name is Claudia Braun. We will be talking about New Year's resolutions and how to make them last. So without any delay, let me introduce you all to Claudia. Claudia, are you ready to make it happen? Eric, I'm ready to make it happen. Great. Great energy today. She is a undergraduate from Indiana University. She has over 20 years in the health and wellness industry, and she is a holistic health coach using education and emotional support. Claudia, that was just a little bit about who you are. Can you share a little bit more on how you got started? Sure, I'd love to. I have been, in the, as you mentioned, in the health and wellness field for over 20 years. So I have a background, actually, had gone to social work school, and I realized that I wanted to support people to make changes. And I didn't really know what all that meant. But when I went to social work school, I realized that that wasn't what I wanted. And I started hearing about things that made more sense to me that were considered more body, mind, spirit. And I thought, oh, this is how I felt people were going to change. And so I started my path to working with healing processes. And the first thing that I was introduced to was shiatsu, which is a Japanese massage. And it believes the body always wants to be in a state of health. And it stimulates the body's ability to heal. So I have been working with clients in this way since the 90s. And I would tell my clients the way to make your sessions last is to do yoga. And I uh, was a yoga teacher. I owned a yoga studio for a while. And then I really found one of the missing pieces was that even though people might get a massage and be interested in holistic things or do yoga, they weren't eating well. They weren't taking really good care of themselves in between. And so I discovered that what I really wanted to do was inspire, coach, and educate people on how to really make their own changes and so this is the coaching that I've been doing with my clients. Very good. Excellent. And uh, we're going to get into this New Year's resolution concept, idea. Um, we're in the new year of 2016, so how appropriate. So let's dive right into it if we could. Um, how would you describe resolutions or do you have another word for that? Well, for me, making a resolution is really about a commitment to do something different. And, you know, what 
really got me thinking was that, you know, at the beginning of the year, everybody makes these grand promises to themselves, to others, and says, this is the year I'm going to do something different. January 1st, I'm going to, this is, I'm going to do it different. And I, I kept reading about how many times people would make the same resolutions, and that used to be me as well. And one thing that had me interested about this is that I'd love to just quote this statistic. Um, Amira's poll predicted that between 44 to 50% of um, us Americans would make a resolution for the last year, the 2015. But the research from, that came out was only that 8% of people actually achieved their goals. And that actually, you appreciate this, gyms see a 40% increase in foot traffic in the days after January 1st, but followed by a steady decline through the year. And 67% of gym members never go into the facility they paid for. Mm. So for me, making a resolution is resolve, right? We say we resolve to do something different, but it's just a statement. Mm. So I am interested in talking about the larger conversation of What's beyond that statement? Great. And, and are there right ways, by the way, before we go into it really deep, right ways and wrong ways to establish or create resolutions? Well, actually, I think that that is where the challenge lies, and which is what I thought we would talk about here, is that people make resolutions as they kind of think, oh, that sounds nice. I'd like to lose 20 pounds. Or that sounds nice. I'd like to meet somebody. Or that sounds nice. I'd like to travel more. It's just, you know, it's a wish. Hmm. It's not really a resolution. And so so how do you coach someone to, at this time of the year, to establish something that is concrete then? Yeah, so usually, you know, this is such a great time of the year to, to think about it, right? Because it's the beginning of a new year. Like we have this whole 2016 in front of us, not been written yet. So we get to decide how do we want it to go. And so what I do with my clients, the very first session we work together, we do goal setting and we really look at all areas of the person's life, you know, their home environment, their work life, their financial life, their relationships, their spiritual life, every aspect of their life and seeing what's working and what's not working. And based on that, then we create goals or, you know, resolution to do something different. So first we really take an accurate picture of what's actually going on and really taking a shot at here's where you're at now and where you want to be. So really looking at what's the difference between where you are and where you want to be, and then we create the goal around the difference. And then we write it down. And as opposed to just saying it, we write it down. And what, what actually that would look like. So I say that's really the first step. And the other thing that I think is really important is talking about why do you want it? Why do you want that goal? Why do you want to lose 20 pounds? Why do you want to work out more? Why do you want to have a, a relationship? Why do you want to move? Why do you want to have a new home environment? You know, what's the why? Because if we don't know why we want to do it, and the why isn't big enough, it's not going to be enough to be sustainable and to keep us going. And so your, your role in all this is really to establish the current situation and talk with them, talk with them about that. And I gather that the why has to be big enough as well. 
Exactly. And I have to say, it's one of the things that I really feel like why resolutions don't work is because it's very easy to kid ourselves or pretend we're actually somewhere different than we are in our lives. And then the goal we set for ourselves isn't really an accurate reflection of where we want to go or how to get there because we haven't even assessed where we are accurately. Hmm. Do you have a template of how to, not so much correctly, but how to effectively create a goal? When you say template, what do you mean? Is there a step-by-step process someone goes through? Is there like... You need to have a timeline. You need to have a specific number. I would say that, you know, one of the things that I have found in working with my clients is that the more you can look at what's most important to them currently and where they're willing to put their time and their energy, those are going to be where they really see change. Because if somebody says they want to work out, or I want to lose weight, which are actually, our health and wellness goals are the number one goal that people make every year. Mm -hmm. Um, So, want to lose weight, want to work out, but then they don't really take stock of their work life or their home life, Mm -hmm. and nothing changes. You know, they work 70 hours a week, and then the rest of the time they're with their family. Mm -hmm. So... It's not, yes, it's nice that they want to lose weight, and it's nice that they want to work out, but they haven't really looked at their life to go, well, if that's what you want, and this is how it is, how is that going to happen? So what I really work with people on is let's break it down. Let's look at what's actually going on, and what are you willing to change, give up, or do differently to get what you want? Because to have a resolution stick It really means that we are willing to do something different to get what we want. And if we don't assess our situation accurately, it's not going to happen. Cool. I'm wondering if you'd be willing uh, with me, Claudia, to role play a little bit and coach me on how to set a goal so that we can make it concrete for our audience and so that they can kind of simulate this themselves. Would that be okay? Sure. Okay, cool. So how would you start off the conversation with me? So Eric, what in your life would you like to change? So just real quick here, my audience, I'm being very vulnerable right now. So um, please bear with me. Okay, (laughs) but go ahead. All right. So what do I want to change? Yeah. Um, You know, I'd love to get my six pack back. Okay. Okay. All right. And... Where would you say you're at now? 60% there. Okay. And when's the last time in your life you experienced that? My six-pack? I think I was really satisfied with my six-pack maybe a year and a half ago, two years. Okay. And what was going on a year and a half or two years ago? If I look back, that would have been 2013, 14, in that range. Um, I think, you know, I was in a groove. I was uh, working out uh, at a higher intensity level. Um, I pretty much was eating, you know, super healthy. Not that I cheated, but super healthy, more healthy than now. 
Anything else different than there's now? Mm, not too much. Not too much. Less stress, maybe a little bit. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, given that you're about 60% to where you want to be, and in 2013 you did experience this, and what you noticed was your workout levels were higher, you were eating healthier, and you also had less stress, it makes sense that you might not be where you'd like to be now. I'd agree. So, how often do you work out now? The frequency has diminished a little. I wouldn't say it too much. Maybe a day off, uh, one more day off than normal. Um, and then, in addition to that, I would say that the uh, quality of the workout uh, is a little bit less. Back then, I had a facility, so I had like full range of equipment and access and could do it pretty much at any moment I wanted to. Nowadays, mm -hmm. it's not that accessible and I have to be creative as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then you said you're eating super healthy. So what's the difference between how you're eating then and now? Uh, there is a drop-off in the amount of fresh veggies that I actually eat. <laughs> Admit okay. it or not that that is the truth. And yeah. This, this okay. Is, well, yeah, good. This, yeah. Honesty is really helpful because that's the only way we're going to get to where we want to go. Okay. And then the stress level. So between 0 to 10, where is your stress now? Compared to then, um, back then if I would say the stress level would be a 2, 3, and now is maybe a 5, 6 maybe. Okay. Okay. So significant increase. Moderate, yep. It's almost twice as much stress now as you had before. Yeah. Moderate for most people, but twice as much for you. <laughs> twice as much for me, yes. Yeah. Okay. So what I would suggest, the way we would work it, is that if you really want to get your six-pack back, there'd be three areas of your life that we would be working on and making manageable, small incremental changes so that you can start to see a change in that direction. And it's not so much, sounds like, the amount of days that you work out, but it's the intensity because you have less access to equipment. So, you know, it's like how, what would you need to do to intensify your workout to have a deeper experience for yourself? I, I think it would be more or less uh, my focus and, and um, I think I do sometimes uh, lose sight of what I'm doing a little bit but um, you know sometimes I, I, I need to be a little bit more focused I think. Mm -hmm. And what would it take for that to happen? Um, you know I had a stimulation of like members and people who would um, have their eyes on me, if you will, and uh, I, I kind of needed that type of external motivation, and so mm -hmm. it was more or less uh, I was the example, and I am still the example uh -huh. now, however, not to a certain degree, I guess. Mm 
if that makes sense. Yeah, sure. Well, I know it's why people hire me because they need support and accountability. What we do for ourselves isn't necessarily the same as what we do for inspiration and guidance from others. So I understand. And since you're not necessarily in the same role that you were before, how could you duplicate similar experience for yourself? Um, off the top of my head, Claudia, I, I think it would be more or less I need to do it for myself and not so much for others, I think, and I need to find that uh, inspiration. Yeah. And, you know, it really goes back to your why. Why do you want that six-pack back? Hmm. Was that a rhetorical question? <laughs> um, well, it could be. I mean, it could be something you need to think about. Maybe you don't know right now. But, again, if the why isn't big enough, maybe at this point in your life you're kind of like, you know, it doesn't matter to me as much as it did then. It was really important to me then. I mean, sometimes we think we have this goal, and then we come down to it and realize, you know what, I don't care that much about it. I'm willing to let it go because I want to put my time and attention into other things. But it was a huge part of my identity when I was in that role, when I was that person, when I was that age. But I'm not that anymore. So I, you could come to discover this actually isn't the goal that you want for yourself. Maybe you thought it was, and it's not. So to me, the part of being in this process is be, really being open to discover what is the actually right goal for you. Mm. That's a good point. That's a good point. Um, are we still role-playing, or are we out of it, by the way? Um, it's up to you. It's up to me. Um, I want to say that um, uh, I'm, I'm kind of dropping out of the role-play right now and kind of like going into um, trying to relate what we just talked about to how someone who's listening could relate it to them. Would that be yeah. possible? Okay. So let's break Perfect. that yeah. break down um, what we just shared. And I really appreciate you role-playing with me because um, we do want to get to the point of how do we make our resolutions last, right? And uh, Well, actually, I think that what we're talking about is giving them the tools. This is what we're doing. Right here is right now. Perfect. Because if you do this process and if you really look at it from this perspective, they will last. But uh, if you make a, a goal, right, you make a goal to say, I want to six-pack abs, but then you get down to like, I'm not going to do the work. Well, then that's not going to be a goal that's going to happen. <laughs> excellent, right? excellent. So, so um, share, share with me or elaborate more what exactly step-by-step uh, step that your thought process was in that role-play part. Sure. So the thing is, is that with all of us, you know, I like one time I was on a course um, and this man was teaching about, you know, when we're changing our, our emotional life or we're changing our spiritual life, and if we say that we want to take a flight from Chicago to Boston, but really we're actually in Florida, we're not going to get to Boston if the flight's leaving from Chicago. Mm. So if we don't accurately assess where we're at, we're not going to get to where we want to go. Mm. Does that make sense? Sure. So for me, the reason why... I find it really valuable in working with, and this is one of the things that I tell people, if you're not going to hire me or a coach, then get support because we're all blindsided to our own personal things. And we might think, 
we're further along in our process or that we're making, you know, that we eat healthier than we do or that we give more time to working out than we do. But when we actually sit down with somebody else that we're really honest with, it's like, oh, actually, I eat candy and cookies five nights out of the week. Ah, well, maybe that's why you're gaining weight. Or I drink a bottle of wine every night. Oh, that might affect, you know, why you're tired and feel bloated. You know, so unless we're perfectly honest with somebody and ourselves, things don't really change. And that's really what I have found for myself and others in working with clients. The way to make your, your resolution last is that you get very honest and you have support because it's very easy to lie to ourselves and it's very easy to be committed for a couple weeks, which is what, you know, statistics say most people are, and then they give up on their resolution. They don't even remember what the resolution was. Got it, got it. Now, with respect to, you know, how do we know that we've made a lasting change, what would we have to experience? Well, it depends on what our goal is, right? So... If I say that I want to eat healthy and I currently don't eat healthy at all and then I say I want to eat healthy three nights a week and then the next week I say eat healthy three nights a week, you know, so I know that that's how I know my goal is happening. But if I look back and go, well, actually I did the exact same thing this week that I did last week, well, it's not working. Right, right, right. And so it's really the consistency side of things, would you say? It is the consistency side, and it's also making things, um, the way I work with my clients is really helping them to break it down, whatever that it is, because I can't lose 20 pounds in a day. I can't lose 20 pounds in a week. So what am I going to do to make the changes last, which is why diets don't work, which is why, you know, just running a marathon isn't going to change somebody's life unless they're consistently committed and practicing and, you know, really involved in the process. Right, right. If if you had to say one thing for someone who's struggling with their New Year's resolution now or maybe it fell off, what would you tell them right now? I would say that the way to recommit is to make an accurate assessment of where you are and where you want to go. And then from there, what would they do? I would say get support uh, because it's very easy, especially if you've already experienced the fact that you've already given up on your desire, you've already given up on your resolution. To me, it is the, it just affirms that on your own it's not happening. I used to make lots of promises to myself of like how I was going to change, things were going to be different. And I'm going to tell you, for about 10 years, I had journals. And every year I'd read the journal. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm in the same mess that I was in before. Maybe the characters changed in my life, but I was pretty much doing the same thing. So unless we really make a decision, and I, I believe that it, you need support and accountability, and you either hire a coach or you get a buddy. But... I believe that that is the key to change. Have you um, tried any specific or any unique tactics, and maybe that's not the right word, or techniques that have been absolutely like 
game changers for for people or everything you've talked about pretty much is is what people need to know I feel like everything that I've talked about is what people need to know and I would say the biggest thing is to remind yourself that you didn't get here overnight it's not going to happen overnight and we live in a you know a world that wants immediate gratification and I would say that commit to the process and really commit to knowing that small incremental changes will create a lifetime of change. Hmm. I like that um, it's the small little steps that make a huge impact short-term and long-term. I mm-hmm. like that. I like that a lot. Um, we're getting to the end, believe it or not, Claudia, how these 30 minutes go so quick. Um, they do. And you've been very informative and educational and uh, audience I know will eat this up. What would you say you, you could share with our audience as, you know, the last few tips or, you know, any any kind of uh, advice for them for this New Year's resolution idea concept? I would say make the resolutions something that excites you and gives you life. Do it because it brings you joy. Don't do it because you think you should. People around you are doing things or people tell you you should do this. You want it to come from a place of, I really want this for myself and I just feel like I would do anything to have this. That's your goal. That's your resolution. All right. This has been very informative. Like I said, Claudia, I I know um, my audience is going to Uh, be able to make a resolution and then make them last because of this. So I really appreciate it, Claudia. Um, How do people get a hold of you as well? Sure. So I'm going to give you my phone number, my website, and also I'm going to make an offer for people. So the offer I'd like to make is I have a 30 days to releasing uh, stress and emotional eating ebook coming out the Valentine's Day week, and it's going to be selling for $19.99. But I'd love to offer it for 50% off, so it will be $9.99 to anybody who's interested. And the way to get a hold of me is through my website at livingmindfullyhealthcoaching.com, or you can call me at 847 492 0227. I'd be happy to offer anybody a 30-minute complimentary session. Talk about what do you want and how do you get there. Excellent. And uh, we're going to uh, add those links to the show notes so that you guys can find her ebook, which is coming out when again? The week of Valentine's Day. Great. Excellent. And we'll put that in the show notes. Claudia, was very good, very informative. I really appreciate your time. We should do this again sometime down the road, and uh, I'll talk to you soon. Eric, thanks so much. I look forward to it. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us today on Healthy Living with Eric Sue. Head over to ericwsue.com for full recaps of every show and Eric's health and wellness blog. Your healthy living is waiting for you, so stay active and be safe.